It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, welcome back to Beyond the Building. We are so excited for our series this month. Uh, We are calling it When We Pray. And Debbie, I know that we have talked together about this, just looking at the Lord's Prayer and seeing that Jesus says, when you pray, right? And now we are in a month long uh, full of great testimonies by men and women who have experienced the power of prayer in their lives. And so we've really just enjoyed listening to people who are walking out their faith, allowing God to work in their lives and through them to impact their community. And today uh, we have special guests with us. They are friends of Debbie's from Ocean City. And so Debbie, I will let you introduce them. Absolutely. So Cindy and Sam Cerbello, is this your first podcast ever? Is this a first one for you? Your first. And I've done two. You've done too. So we like to welcome the pro Sam on, <laughs> on our podcast <laughs> and we'll, we'll share in a little bit about the really fun way that we met uh, you guys a few years ago, but I can tell you that my husband and I have just grown to love and admire I mean, You guys have tender, tender hearts for the heavenly father and for his kids. And so just briefly, I just want to say welcome to you guys. Thank you. Well, we're so um, blessed to be here and just to be a part of your month long talking about prayer and just to be a part of your store beyond. And um, it's been a true blessing for me. And um, Sam's heard a lot about it. <laughs> He's been with me, daily journaling. And um, so thank you for having us. And yes, uh, to echo my wife, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here and to be able to talk about our ministries with you guys. So thank you. Well, well, we're so excited you're here today, Um, just on a high level. And I can't wait to hear about what you have to share today. I have met Cindy through our uh, leadership meetings for our Sorbian Conference on September 30th in Ocean City. Uh, But to hear a deeper part of your story, let's start out just with high level. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourselves, um, maybe where you grew up or where you live now. I understand you guys are a blended family, which brings a lot of beauty into your story. So uh, just share with us something about you guys. Uh, Okay. Uh, I was originally born and raised on a farm in Mahalka Hill, New Jersey, and lived there all my life up until about five years ago, right? We moved here. Um, So I'm a farmer at heart and got, uh, uh, you know, met Cindy through um, one of our foundations. And, uh, you know, it's just the way it's, it, it worked out. And I'm awesome. also from um, a town very close to Mullica Hill. And we grew up very close to each other, but didn't know each other, went to different high schools. I was more in the, the city part of the rural area. He was in the very <laughs> rural area. So, um, but, um, so we kind of grew up knowing a lot of the same things, you know, and um, knowing this, a lot of the same farmers. Um, but never really meeting until, um, you know, only recently. So, and now we live in Ocean City. Um, we moved here in 2018. So, and we love it. We're here all year round. Mm-hmm. Love the winter, love the spring. We love every season. Uh, well, here's the fun way we met you guys. We bought a, uh, a house that was going to be torn down in Ocean City. 
And, you know, when you look at things that are in a house that have been there and they're special to family over the years, you want to treat it respectfully. And so we reached out to local pastors and said, you know, anybody that could use or benefit from anything, like we'll give you the keys, anything in the house before it's uh, demolished. And a local pastor from Landmark Church gave us your name. And they said, wow, the timing is really uncanny about connecting the two of you. You guys came and you you just like gutted as much as you could out of mm-hmm. this um, house. And I'll let you share more of that story in a little bit about what you were going to use it for. But Sam, I remember... Um, we prayed together as we were walking on the property and Cindy, you and I stood up in a part of the house, like arm in arm and just prayed over what God wanted to do uh, with the building that we were going to put on there. And when you guys were leaving, Sam, you turned to us and you looked me right in the eye and you said, would you like to see a picture of my uh, foster grandson that my son is uh, fostering right now? And I looked at you and I thought, why, why did you just share that? And you're like, I have no idea. And you pulled out these pictures because our son had literally just, um, they had just connected with foster program and they were going to get a little girl as well. So I thought, wow, isn't this interesting? And we have shared that journey. Um, Your little grandson is adopted, but we're still waiting, you know, for us. But you guys have been such a sweet spot on many levels for my husband and I personally. But you have a fascinating story about um, your love for Jesus. And so we would love to hear maybe a bit more of your testimony. um, Cindy, we'll start with you. Maybe just briefly, what's your testimony of coming to Christ? And then Sam will pass the baton to you. Okay. So I um, grew up um, going to a Methodist church. My mom took me. um, My dad um, had a drinking problem young. So um, became a real people pleaser as a young person. But um, I did accept Christ when I was about 11 years old. I, um, there was a guest speaker at our church because the, the gospel wasn't really given, the, the invitation to share um, Christ wasn't really given on a regular basis. But I did get, I did, um, there was a guest speaker and I accepted Christ. And I just remember um, wanting to go up and raise my hand, but I did not. <laughs> so I was one of those people <laughs> there and made that decision right in my seat. And I knew it was real. Um, then, you know, I kind of lived my life. I always say as um, the Israelites did, and I did what was right in my own eyes. Mm-hmm. So I uh, did that for a lot of years um, until I had um, gotten married and had a child. And I just really started to realize um, the sacrifice that Jesus, that God did with his son when I had a son. <laughs> I couldn't really get over that. And I knew I had to learn more. So I started a Bible, started going to a Bible study and I started to get into the word for the first time in my life. So, and um, how God had brought me um, through a really difficult um, time, difficult marriage, um, raising our children, um, and then through even a divorce, um, which was not what I had wanted for so many years. Um, but God was faithful through it all. And he brought into my life um, proper counsel which really helped me through it. Um, mm-hmm. and a lot of that, there was a lot of shame in it. There was a lot of things that I had dealt with, but, um, you know, through the years and now I just um, look back and I can't believe how close he brought me through that. Um, mm-hmm. Through those, you know, I was in 
such a dark place for so many years, but he, that's when I grew to be a prayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I would not be really as close to the Lord as I am now. So, mm-hmm. so then when, when I met Sam, you know, um, I had been through it <laughs> and mm-hmm. he was just here. So, um, and that brings me to now and our blended family. And I mean, there's a lot to share, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> no. No, that's awesome that's awesome how about you sam and, and for me it was later in life um i was like i said i was born and raised on a farm and we transitioned into warehousing uh and um uh, it, it, it's actually a refrigerated warehousing cold storage business and we became very prominent very dominant in the area of philadelphia we were the largest receivers of the meat products in, in the country and, you know, I couldn't keep up with the demand. We were building warehouses and, you know, it was, it was a great business, a great time. And then 2008 hit. Mm-hmm. And when 2000, we remember the recession, um, all, the, the, our currency devalued. And most of what we did was on the import side of things. And when that happened, the bleeding started and I couldn't stop it. I just was losing money rapidly and had uh, banks all over me. Uh, I had vendors chasing me and it, it was a hard, difficult time in my life. And I uh, to go back to the farm. The, these warehouses were located on 300 acres of, of farmland. And I remember walking one Saturday all the way to the back end of the, the farm, deep into the farm. And I remember just dropping on my knees saying, Lord, I can't do this anymore. I, mm. I, I just can't. I need help. Because Prior to that, I always told Cindy it was all about Sam. Sam did this. Sam did that. I built these. Never gave any glory to God. Never mm-hmm. talked about God. Never really. And it was in that moment. Now, you know, I didn't hear from God. I didn't. It didn't happen rapidly. It didn't happen. But the tra- I, the thing that I felt the most was the confidence to just get up and face it. And um, and and it took about five years. And to, you know, God is good. He. He, he's faithful. Um, I, be, be, you know, was deeply embarrassed with, with my financial situation for up until that time. And, and uh, you know, my peers and, and everything else it was, fair. and like I said, the bank, the pressure the bank was putting on me, but they didn't real. And I had two financial experts, one that I had to hire and one the bank. And they both told me bankrupt the company. You're mm-hmm. too far gone. And I kept, and I wanted to tell them, I never told myself anything. What they knew, what they didn't know is what I knew. And God had given me the confidence. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we threw it. We went, we somehow, some way, we managed through it. And uh, we, we ended up being very prosperous. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, all the glory. And, and every, yeah. every. Yeah. You know, what's interesting listening to you. I've known you now for a couple of years. I've only known the Sam of the last couple of years. And one of the, when I describe you to people, because you know, people on podcasts, you're you're a tall, strong, big guy. I said he has the most gentle spirit. So the Sam that you're describing from before God did some work on the heart sounded very different than the, like you just always give God credit for everything. Mm. The, and that's the way I describe you to people who are like, well, what's Sam like? So what a testimony to the change, a heart change, mm. because I didn't know the first Sam. Hmm. So that's amazing. he really has done a big work in you. He really has. That's he amazing. Has. He humbled me, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's amazing. You know, guys, uh, it's, it's interesting to be hearing 
you both share your stories um, and also Deb, how you met the Cerbellos, because I, you know, we've been friends forever. And I remember, I totally remember when you uh, called me or FaceTime me, whatever it was. And you said, you are not going to believe what happened to me today. And you told me the story about when the Cerbellos came to the house and the whole story that you just shared here on the podcast and what a wow it was, what a confirmation it was on so many things. So I think it's really amazing to see and hear your backstory because mm-hmm. I knew you guys as the people that came in right <laughs> to Debbie's story and this amazing uh, thing was going down. So I, I love both of your testimonies too, because I think that, you know, so many people, well, all of us, right. When we come to Jesus, it's, it's recognizing we have a need, right? Like you were just saying, humbling ourselves. And so many of us have been through situations in our lives where we might feel shame or we might have been at a place and God humbles us or allows us to be humbled through different things. And uh, the pain that that you guys have gone through, honestly, I, I think about you as being prayer warriors now, because I know that's how God uses you. And that's because of those moments in those dark, hard, sorrowful places many times mm-hmm. that you cried out. Mm-hmm. And you know, God met you where you were. And now it's just like, don't you feel like anytime we we experience something and it's so amazing, we're just like, we need more people to come into this. And mm-hmm. I think once you've experienced a relationship with God through deep connection and prayer, you're just like, you do not know what you are missing, right? Mm-hmm. There is a, you access to the throne of God. And so we are inviting you to come into this space. And so with you both being strong uh, prayer warriors and, and hearing your story, I can see I can see why, Cindy, we love, love having you as the prayer intercessor lead, you know, for Soar Beyond, which is just such a gift to us. Um, I know that prayer is also your heart for Ocean City. And now that you're living there, uh, I know that there is a story that I have not heard yet um, about when God called you to be involved in Ocean City with a storefront ministry. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, Cindy, Sam, whoever would like to start, you know, tell us what it's called and tell us uh, all about that ministry. So in 2018, when we moved here, I was still commuting to, I was a township clerk only because out of necessity, I need this job. It's a great job. And I, when I moved to Ocean City, I was moving away from a difficult situation. My dad had just passed and um, I was ready for a little bit of a change. Um, so I got a, the most amazing job at the Ocean City Tabernacle. I don't know if that, you knew that, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, uh-huh. So in that, I, I thought, well, this is where God wants me. This is the most beautiful place. It's everyone loves the Lord. Everything we're doing is for the Lord. And I really thought, this is it. You know, this is where he wants me. And and I thought even, you know, as Sam and I were growing closer together, that maybe even there be something, an avenue there for him. Um, so we got married in 2019 here in, um, at the Flanders. Um, and then uh, 2020, we, I got laid off <laughs> from the tabernacle <laughs> when COVID hit. So then you're like, you know, the music's playing and then all of a sudden, what? <laughs> so yeah. uh, figure it out. And it's funny how God brought us to back to the warehouses. So um, at this point, Sam's still working at um, ACF, Atlantic Coast Freezers still working there and kind of transitioning to his son, Jeffrey, who has Sammy, our grandson. Um, So, and at that time um, he was uh, getting ready to transition and we 
thought that the building could use some, um, you know, a little makeover from the outside. So instead of hiring someone um, with us both being laid off, we decided that we would be the ones to paint the outside of the warehouse. So we did that um, mm -hmm. for several months, prayed a lot mm -hmm. during that time, because here we are um, in the middle of the summer, and the, I guess the spring and the summer months, um, we're on scaffolding, um, painting, and, you know, full of paint, and our truck is full of paint forever now, as a reminder. <laughs> um, and God wanted, us, wanted something. And so we just felt it strongly. And so when Sam and I met, just to go back, we prayed together before we went on a date. Mm -hmm. So prayer to mm -hmm. us was our connection mm -hmm. from the very beginning. So um, we would we just spend time praying when we're when we were painting and um, trying to figure out what it was. And originally, I think we were thinking maybe we could just buy a hot dog cart mm -hmm. and go down the streets of Millville and give out hot dogs. Like we mm -hmm. were thinking of all kinds. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we need the God idea and we knew that he would give it to us um then we were uh, also doing a 40-day prayer challenge by Mark Batterson and mm -hmm. he has a coffee called Ebenezer's Coffee House which was done by circling that um radio that, you know walking around DC in prayer and that's a really great testimony that he has about Ebenezer's um coffee house so we thought maybe coffee since Sam loves coffee and so that we started thinking about coffee and researching coffee. And suddenly, I guess the thrift idea kind of came into it. So wouldn't it be neat to also have thrift and coffee where the women could thrift, the men would have coffee. And we just thought it was a smashing idea. <laughs> and <laughs> I would say that idea, right? I, I feel like through our prayer, you know, you could just kind of see. And I did um, look back at my journal. I journal everything. And it's a mess, but you can kind of get what, um, get, you know, I kind of was reminded of the things we were praying and I'll look back when the coffee idea came up. So, um, so we looked into coffee and it isn't really the greatest, uh, moneymaker. There's a lot of investment. You have to learn how to be a barista. So, um, you know, we were looking to maybe partner with somebody in that, but that really never happened. So the thrift started in March. Um, or not March, in June of 2021, we um, started and we decided that we would open the thrift and if coffee was possible later, we would add it. So, um, and then also the name is Bistazzo. Um, that was another thing we prayed about for a long mm -hmm. time, had no name for a while. And at that time, uh, I was reading a book called Intercessory Prayer. And it was just talking a lot about and in the chapter I was at, I was reading, and um, there was two Greek words. Um, one was akonome, and it was um, it meant to bear as to stake together, like a, like you're staking a tomato and you're bearing the burden of that tomato. And then the other word was bestazo, and bestazo is to bear a burden and to take it away. And so mm -hmm. we thought that's the word because mm -hmm. that with Jesus, he he takes it away and he. Mm -hmm. um, the only one that can do that so mm -hmm. we thought that's what it, you know to build our ministry on that idea and also we wanted to have um a door open so when people were like what's that mean is that your name you know we could share christ and it's kind of an mm -hmm. easy way to share at the store mm -hmm. so yeah um, so so what does the store like what is a thrift store but it's this isn't your mm -hmm. like mama's thrift store this is a really 
cool thrift stores. Sam, what's some of the stuff that you did uh, in the store um, that really would allow some ministry to take place? And if you could add, what did our house have to do with your store? Yeah, great. Uh, Well, what I remember about your house was all those doors. (laughs) And Cindy kept wanting all these doors, take down all these doors. And I kept thinking to myself, why am I, I, we took down, I don't know, about 25 doors. And I'm not the best with a hammer and, and a crowbar, but nonetheless, we took them all. And I couldn't understand what did Cindy have in her vision for for these doors. And 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 lo and behold, it, when you go in the store, she she used these doors. She sanded them, and she had a really done nice and painted professionally, all different colors. And it, and the store isn't really like a thrift, a normal thrift store. It's almost like yeah. a boutique. Yeah. First walk in. So, yes. Right? It doesn't doesn't resemble uh, to me anyway no. so it, it's it, her vision on that was spot on i couldn't see it but she saw it mm-hmm. and i'm sure the lord put that on your on your heart but anyway so, so that and, and then the other to follow up on it is the prayer wall obviously and, and, mm-hmm. the, and the music that play. but the prayer wall is probably the biggest thing and you know a lot of most often depending on our schedule we try to get there a half hour before or so and we pray over the wall and it, it's kind of a unique thing when people come in and um, they discover the wall and they want to add to the wall or talk about the wall or pray mm-hmm. over the wall. We've seen that on a number of occasions. Cindy sees it more because she's in the front part of the store. I'm using the back doing whatever or various things. So Cindy's definitely the, on the forefront. Uh, I call her this like the CEO of, of the Stazo because she real God's given her an amazing gift. And, you know, to be uh-huh. in a retail business, it's not easy. It's because you yeah. get the good, the bad, the ugly come in. And she mm-hmm. handles it with such grace and such elegance. And, and I know that's God working through her. But um, so she could probably talk a little bit more about the, the, the involvement. But even like the music, right? We, we, we mm-hmm. have a, a, one of those speakers that we put up in the, in, in, in some of the shoppers, right? Coming in and just singing the music. And worship and music. Yeah. It's incredible, isn't it? It's just a blessing. What's the nonprofit for? What's the where it, it's a thrift store, but it's not an average thrift store. You guys have a heart to bear the burden of people in the community. What are you targeting? So we um it's for families struggling with cancer. All of our funds are direct patients. So uh we are all volunteer. And um, there's another God story about how we own the building. Um, we were looking to rent for, for, we were really looking to rent where there was no other option we were going to rent. Mm-hmm. And um, we didn't feel right. None of the places on us, and it was in Asbury, mm-hmm. and they, not, they didn't feel right. And um, another God thing happened where he, um, Sam had wanted to sell some of his buildings that were on his home that were run by another company at this time, but he still owned them and he had tried to sell them. You want to say this? Well, okay. So we, yeah, we, for like, I don't know, 20 years, the, the number was X for 20 years of X amount of dollars. And it was a private equity firm that was, was running the business, uh, the operation out of my warehouse. I had a, a lease agreement with them. So for 20, and I knew that the value wasn't X, that it was Y. And, but you know, they're, they're business people, but, so that when the private equity firm wanted to flip into another hedge fund or another another firm, 
they needed those buildings in a worse way to, to complete this mammoth thing, right? Um, so, you know, lo and behold, negotiations started, and, you know, the number was what I thought it was, right? For 20 years, they ended up paying us that number. Otherwise, if, 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 if this thing didn't all come together the way it did, it, you know, we, we would have still been sitting there at that, that smaller number. So basically, um, it happened real quick and timely, and, it, and we used that money to, to buy the building. Well, mm-hmm. p- part of the proceeds to buy that building. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Yeah, so we're blessed. You know, God blessed us. And, not you know, what we were thinking at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, just to further, you know, you know, besides the, there's only, you know, Cindy's telling you it's a hundred percent. It literally is. There's no employees. It's all volunteer. The only thing besides the pays is the electric, the water, and and the insurance and 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 electricity, right? Those things. That's it. That is it. The building, we don't even charge it rent. God put wow. it in our hearts to just let it go. Just wow. let it be. Wow, that's so all just you know, so amazing. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's so really you, just yeah. amazing. You guys have information each month for here is the family that we are praying mm. specifically for, and at the end of this month, this is where all the proceeds go to. Mm. I mean, it's very personal. It, mm. It's a very personal connection mm. where you've got pictures up there, and for people who are people of faith, I think they just gravitate mm. towards blessing your ministry, but I've been in there so many times and hearing people who adjust, even if they don't have a faith in Jesus, they love the heart behind what you're doing. And here God's using the resources of those that don't even know Christ to bless. It's mm-hmm. like a funnel. It's going into these families that could mm-hmm. really use a blessing. So, and, and Cindy, I'm telling you, I see you work that front desk area, loving on people, loving mm-hmm it's, it's quite something to watch. Well, I, I'm telling you, I can't wait when I come to She's coming. Ocean city, I, a, I cannot wait to get there. Cause I can't wait to actually experience this. But as I'm hearing your story, I just hear so many details all falling into place, right. As you're talking about the sale and the, the purchasing the building. And that wasn't what you were planning on doing necessarily. And you're already had this incredible heart for ministry and you already had experienced like a hard time yourselves and recognized how prayer is going to be the thing that got you through. And now these families who are having hard times are being blessed. But another thing I love is you are inviting people in the community to make donations, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing that also brings them into the story. So when you donate Mm -hmm. there, you are expanding kingdom influence or kingdom impact, right? And so they're receiving part of the blessing as well. But even as you were talking, obviously, as you were talking, so many things were going through my mind because this is such an amazing uh, thing that God's Mm -hmm. got here. But I was also thinking about the fact that I would imagine you have regulars, right? Because there are people like you who live in Ocean City year round, but you also have a lot of transient people because it's a vacation town. And how many people um, come on vacation or go on vacation with heavy hearts, right? There's something that is really troubling their spirit. Maybe they're trying to get away from something. They step into a place like this. They, they are, they are welcomed in with spirit filled music. You know, you've got mm-hmm. you guys waiting to to bless them and an opportunity to pray with a stranger. And right. I love that because I know in my own walk, when I've gone through hard times, sometimes it was hard for me to pray with somebody I knew, 
But if it was a stranger, I just felt like I could open up and say my whole soul, you know, that private part there. So I love that that's an opportunity for so many people, right, to be impacted by the power of prayer in a place that literally has a name, has such a significant, significant meaning. Mm-hmm. I think it's just exceptional. But I'm sure that um, having a a ministry like this also has brought about opportunities for you guys to have your own faith um, grown, right? Because challenges grow our faith. And I'm sure that there have been some uh, challenges along the way. What are Can you share just something that you've gone through that God has used to grow your faith um, that would encourage us, right? Because we all have these things we're going through. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I would say uh, the abiding part. Uh, there's some days I get in there and it's just, there's so many tasks and piles that mm. I can sometimes get in there and say, I got this to do and that to do. And I might miss what God has for that day. So I'd say that's our biggest challenge because certainly you have to deal with these piles or else, mm-hmm. you know, it would just overwhelm us, which, you know, it can happen at times, but to remember him and that he has a plan for every day that we, we don't know what that is mm-hmm. and to be totally to what he has. And, and that's sometimes where I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I did look in my journal, a couple entries and I'm saying, Lord, forgive me for, <laughs> you uh-huh. know, I just felt like, you know, I get in there and I'm task oriented and I'm not letting the spirit show me. And so that's our goal and our prayer when we get there, even, even if God doesn't want it to be a first someday, um, our it's set up to be a ministry and we mm-hmm. have everything. So we could push it all out of the way too. So we're telling, uh, asking the Lord to show us, you know, if mm-hmm. one day you don't do a thrift that we would be so close to you that we would know. Right. And we mm-hmm. would be able to obeying what he wants us to do. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. we do feel it's the thrift. <laughs> and uh, the people, are, and, and Lars, on what you said, we have been, we tell people when they say thank you for what you do, we say thank you for partnering with us. Amen. Because That's right. it is a community effort and the community is amazing. They're generous. And um, we also partner with Shore Memorial Hospital and Atlanta care and Jefferson. So, and Deb, I don't even know if you know that because that's happened more recently where um, I've heard you mention it. What exactly are you doing? Yeah. So we will give them a lump sum to their, um, to their workers. And so their Uh social workers will give it out to their patients Mm -hmm. to pay bills. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes they say, you know, we really are, they really need food. So we'll Mm -hmm. um, send Care's uh, shop right cards, mm-hmm. um, and and in that process, they'll give us applications. We also take applications. Mm-hmm. So if one of their people is really struggling, mm-hmm. then we can give them a direct grant. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's kind of um, it's expanded the way we mm-hmm. do it. We're not, you know, we're um, we are supporting a family right now out of North Cape May, um, but we're also taking applications because it's been such a fruitful business. We're able to mm-hmm. do handle a bunch of different things and it's mm-hmm. all for it can't get over right. him, you know how god is moving it but mm-hmm. um even those hospitals though we're telling them about our prayer wall they're coming to the store the social workers and so we feel like this ministry has so many different facets and if we're not 
totally relying on him, then we're going to miss it. And so that's, Mm -hmm. that's where we really have to abide Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. really let him show us exactly Mm -hmm. what the like. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. Just on that note, real quick, um, we recorded a podcast earlier today for this prayer series as well. And the concept of abiding came up with mm-hmm. our guest on that podcast as well. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we're talking about prayer. We're talking to two groups of people, actually two couples who both have been through hard times, found the Lord in prayer. And it's just interesting that when you ask people who are prayer warriors, what their secret is when they go through the challenge, the word abide was the answer for both Mm -hmm. that, that connection between being connected in prayer and that concept of abiding. It it just really struck Mm -hmm. me when you were speaking, that could be a podcast on its own, but that we have to abide in order to be that, I guess it goes back and forth, right? The more we pray, the more we're abiding, the more we abide, the more we want to pray. But I think that's really very interesting connection there, Deb. And Laura, you and I have done a podcast in the past about how the clutter in our lives prevents us from abiding. Mm-hmm. And so having walked in Bastazos, I see when people bring bags like myself last weekend, <laughs> bring you bags to an already maxed out space. Mm. I, I, I see what you're saying, Cindy, the, the, the things that you're doing, right. It, it, for all of us, that's a, that's a truth statement for all of us that the clutter in our lives keeps us from abiding. And we really need to learn how to walk in that so that we don't have to wait for the catastrophe for everything to fall down, right? Mm-hmm. To figure that out. You want to be able to walk in an, a place of abiding, regardless if it's smooth or if it's been a bumpy time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Right. Sam, do you have an idea? Like give us something to comment on yeah. what you found right. as a no challenge. Doubt. Yeah, no doubt space. Space has restricted us. We're just about a thousand square feet. And the store probably can go to probably 2000 easy, I would say. And still, you, you, would, you would have a, 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 a full store. Um, you know, so I, I would say capacity right now, and it reminds me of my days in the warehousing business. I tell Cindy all the time when our my employees would say to me, you know, I never said no. I never said no to a business. It always was yes, because you never knew what tomorrow was, right? So we always took it in, and, my, and then the guys would say, where are we going to put it? And I said, we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. We'll, even if I have to go out, outsource the warehouse, we'll figure it out. We're not going to say no to the client, right? The transition to today in Bethesda, Cindy never says no. <laughs> and I said, <sit laughs> like, put it. And she goes, we'll figure it out. Right? Aww. Aww. So, and we do. God gives us a channel to figure it out. And she's masterful about how to, you know, store in it. And then we do have a couple storage facilities. We store some here at the garage. We, we always figure it out. Um, but, you know, God. God, if it's in God's plans, we we might expand. Who knows? You know, we we we'll, we'll see where tomorrow leads us. But we're always our eyes and ears are open to the Lord, and, and we're asking the Lord today, show us. Like Cindy said, you want us to transition to something different. You want us to expand. You want us to slow down. Mm-hmm. It's in His. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. I love it. We're going to wrap up this way. We're going to do something a little different. We don't typically do this on a podcast with couples. Uh, actually, we don't do a lot of couples on podcasts, but I love watching you guys as a couple 
I know you've been married only a few years, but I love listening to how you speak about each other, the way you speak to each other. Um, you are like the cheerleaders for each other, you know, the, the, the affirmation club, you know, of, of your marriage. And so it's a little bit different, but I'd like you to, you know, whether you look at each other or you look at us, share two or three really significant reasons why you just admire and love the heck out of the other one, because you are ministering together. God has obviously brought you together in your marriage, but also in ministry. And that is an encouragement and breathes hope to a lot of people who have had some rocky um, experiences in the past. So just bring it on. And Sam, you go first, you lead. Tell us a couple things of what you just love, love, love about your bride. Well, number one, exterior. I mean, yeah, she's beautiful. (laughs) She is beautiful. She's always got the smile and, and, you know, always smiling and and always upbeat, always happy. And even if something happens, um, it it doesn't seem to um, get her down. You know, it it can be something... um, minor or something even major and, and, and she never gets down but above and beyond i always tell her all the time it, it's within her her heart yeah you know heart is like i love her her, her heart mm-hmm. um and you know i admire her wisdom and 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 her her, her heart is the biggest thing i would say you know it, it's in it, it's mm-hmm. it's just where it needs to be you know and and you know honestly you know, she's taught me a lot about my faith and I thank her all the time for that too. And I, I you know, because she, she's the one that brought me to the word more, you know, I was never really one that was in the word until I met Cindy and now I'm in the word every day. We read, mm-hmm. we read the Bible every morning. That's how we start our mornings. We are in the word, we pray together and then we go about our business to the side. So there's a lot of things. I mean, there's so much, um, and, and her, her kids, I mean, you know, the kids now, um, they, they, you know, they're, they're just, I love the kids, like they're my kids, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so it's, it's, you touched on it earlier, it's a blended family, but it's, it's unbelievable how God's just netted this family together mm-hmm. and we're, yeah. all, we're all, we're all together. So oh, I love it. Love it. Cindy, this is your chance, man. Slather it on. What do you love about <laughs> this, this big guy? Well, um, I would say his heart as well. <laughs> and like you said, he's just and kind. And uh, I hadn't really experienced that a lot in my life. Um, so that was, it's just so refreshing. But he loves us so well. All, um, my kids um, are so impacted by him. I am so impacted by him. Um, but it's unconditional, really. It's just precious. Uh, something I haven't really experienced. Um, and to think that we're partners together mm. is pretty cool. And, um, he's, you know, uh, mm. just, uh, I think that's it. Like he just, he loves well, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah. And we're blessed. There's no doubt. We're, we're absolutely yeah. blessed. The Lord, uh, bless us. We thank God every day. We ask God to protect our marriage, protect mm-hmm. what we have. We just mm-hmm. ask him to continue to stay center of our marriage all around Mm -hmm. the sky that's especially you know with cindy being in that um um the 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 face of pastazzo i always pray that you know because you never know who's going to come in that store Mm -hmm. even though i'm in the back right you know 
pray, you know, that God will bless you and, and protect you and keep you being Cindy, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I remember you saying, Word um, supports you in being able to do this ministry. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel, I remember you saying that, and I think that Sam is that wing beneath my wing so that mm-hmm. I can just wake up and, and go and, and do this wonderful thing that God has for us. And mm-hmm. he's just, um, you know, if everything's a mess, but I got it. You go, you go mm-hmm. open, you know, it's mm-hmm. just a little thing. That's amazing. Or, uh, yeah. So impactful for me that yeah i love that i love it so much what i'm hearing even when you guys are talking about each other is the same thing that i've heard through this whole uh podcast is that god takes care of all the details right Mm -hmm. he knew what you both needed in in a spouse and he took Mm -hmm. care of all the details and in his timing he brought you guys together Mm-hmm. for the blessing of being together, but also for the blessing of the community in New Jersey, Philadelphia, different hospitals, mm-hmm. Cape May. I mean, what a, mm-hmm. what a story and what a, um, what a, a powerful, uh, a powerful union for the kingdom. So I, I love that. I love that. This has been very encouraging to me. Again, I'm just going to say I'm going. And uh, if you are listening out there as we wrap this up today and you are headed to Ocean City to the Women's Conference at Ocean City Tabernacle mm-hmm. on September 30th, you know, stay. it's over at 2.30. You can stop by the store. Go you can go on Friday. You can totally do it. Make it a weekend. Um, I know you'll be blessed by seeing uh, what, what we've heard about by actually seeing it. I can't wait to get there. So yeah. uh, Cindy and Sam, thank you for being here, for sharing yep. your story, what God's doing in your lives, in your ministry. And uh, I know our listeners are encouraged by what they've heard today. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you're listening today, please take a second and share this uh, social media with a friend, whatever it is. When good news gets out there, right, it encourages our hearts. Today's episode is a story of good news. It turns us to a place where we are trusting in Jesus in a deeper way, and we are on our knees interceding for the needs around us. So God bless you. Thank you for being a part of what God is doing here at Beyond. And we can't wait to talk again next week as we hear another story Mm -hmm. of uh, when we pray. God is doing a new thing. And thanks for being a part of it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Sam and Cindy, thank you. Love you guys. See you at the shore. (laughs) God bless you guys. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.